Welcome to Let It Be Easy with Susie Moore. I was surprised recently. I almost don't know why I didn't know this back then because I'm a huge fan of his. I found out recently that David Bowie had no funeral. I found out randomly because I was reading a fiction book and the in the fiction book it was referenced. And I remember going to the David Bowie exhibition when it was in Brooklyn, when I lived in New York. He was, he was special, wasn't he? Such a, such an artist, so authentic, so unapologetic. One of my favorite quotes from him is, I'm an instant star, just add water and mix. Yes, David. Yes, Iman. Oof. Anyway, I won't digress into my love of David Bowie, but I'm sure you love at least 17 of his songs because there have been many over the years. But what I found out about David Bowie's refusal to have a funeral, apparently he went straight to what's called, I think it's called a immediate cremation. So a death certificate is signed and then the hospital sends the remains straight to a crematorium. And then, of course, the, the family's given the ashes he wanted his sprinkled in Bali. When he went straight to a crematorium, apparently it cost $700. That's how much it cost to do it. He refused the funeral because he didn't want any fanfare around his death. He said, I don't want the fuss. Something in that spoke to me. There was something elegant there was something, I mean, the word humility comes to me when I think of this. As an artist, as a man who was alive right before becoming sick, he gave us everything. If you watch any David Bowie movies, music videos, listen to his music, that man, that, that creator, he did not hold back. And so, when it came his time to transition, his art, his contribution itself, what it is that he did with his life, was his parting gift. It didn't stop there being this, you know, concert in Carnegie Hall where a lot of celebrities, including Madonna, came and sang his favorite, sang his, uh, his covers and, you know, had this big celebration of his life. But the part that he could control, the funeral, the budget, the location, etc., he said, no, thank you. Something about this to me is very meaningful it actually reminds me of a quote from Seneca. And I love, love, love this quote. It makes me emotional whenever I think about it. So David Bowie was pretty young when he died. I believe he was in his 60s. And Seneca said this, lives are like stories. It's not how long they are, but how good they are that matters. So, would we love to have David Bowie for another 20 years creating music? Yes. Is it possible? No. What's his part in this? 
David Bowie's part was living fully, authentically alive. At the time, he was controversial. There was a lot of criticism of him throughout the years. I mean, it's fun actually to go down a David Bowie rabbit hole and learn a lot about him, his life in the UK, his life in New York. It's fascinating. But Bowie did not hold back. And in the end, there was nothing left because he gave us everything. If lives are like stories and the length doesn't matter, is yours a good one? Until next time, my friends, love and ease. If you like this episode, you'll love my free workshop called Become Your Own Life Coach. Head on over to becomeyourownlifecoach.com now, and I'll teach you how to coach yourself through any of life's problems. I'll see you there.